one. to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Very rare midday record. I don't even know if I can hear myself. I believe I can. I don't know why I'm screaming. I noticed last week I was screaming because uh, <laughs> I was recording in the car. Listen, I did not get a chance to record an episode at a different venue <laughs> that is not this car. For reasons that I will not get into... But I was asked to make a video for somebody uh, at the very last minute that took away time yesterday. And uh, uh, I could have done it at home. I could have in the office. Thing is, I was doing this video. Also, I didn't want to. <laughs> you know, the neighbors are gone. <laughs> it was quiet. Uh, I really, I really wish I'd, I really wish I did. Because now I, <clears throat> excuse me, am sitting inside my car with the air on extremely high, and uh, I gotta turn off the car. This is embarrassing. I gotta turn off the car. I gotta let the windows down. This is the loosest you will ever see this show. Uh, also, I gotta do one thing. Hold on, quiet. Okay, I had to close the door because uh, you know with these cars, you the put the push to starts, you gotta. You got to be able to you gotta open the door and make sure everything's off and blah, blah, blah. I hope no bugs fly in. I did change. You know, I said I knew I was going to record in the car today. That was the plan. And I had hoped that uh, these lights are on. Maybe. Okay. I just locked the car. This is the loosest episode is going to be because <laughs> cause I got nothing going on. But I, I'd hoped that I could change the background by driving over to a uh, different spot of the parking area where I park my car at work. I have done that because I didn't want to do the garage as a background. And now this is the darkest video <laughs> in the history of the world, which means I have to do some background fixing. Also, a uh, very, very different thing now. Um, I'm wearing glasses. Uh, this is a very rare midday lunchtime record. I'm wearing glasses at work, which I never do, which I try not to do. I don't want people knowing I have a weakness. I can't see. <laughs> very, very much. Uh, not not blind as a mouse. I don't know. if that is that the word? Uh, we got some big things coming next week. Next week is uh, HBO Max comes out and I'm I'm ready for it I'm going to subscribe for at least a month to understand uh, why it exists to see they just they just set up deals with Xbox and PlayStation so there will be apps on there not Roku yet that they're on basically virtually everything with the exception of Roku and Android uh, excuse me Amazon Fire Stick so we will see it eventually on those uh, mostly on most likely on Roku within the next couple of days HBO Max um, and then, yeah, Peacock is out for people who fit the tiers of Comcast for some reason. I don't know why they're doing this strange rollout, but it'll be out in July for everybody else. But next week's episode of The Constitutionals uh, and News Time. News Time's already planned. Uh, will most likely be about HBO Max and, um, and the whole 24 hours that I've spent with it up until that point. 
So yeah, I've already got the title down and everything. I thought of it. I thought about it about 20 minutes ago when I was uh, inside doing my real job. <laughs> As I'm outside doing a job I don't get paid for. Hey, let's hop right into this. This first story. Hold on. The cables are tangled. This first story comes from the Wall Street Journal. Joe Rogan's podcast and his video podcast. They're going to be Spotify exclusives. So Spotify has been trying to up the ante, uh, up its ante, excuse me. And in the podcasting world, it wants to be the one-stop shop for everything that you that you get orally. A-U-I-R-R. Orally. Uh, my iPad's uh, uh, LTE signal is searching. And this is going to, why is it, I mean, it's Verizon. It's going to, anyway. iPad's on Verizon. The phone is on Google Fi. You see where my money's going. This comes from the Wall Street Journal, written by Ann Steele. Spotify strikes podcast deal with Joe Rogan worth more than $100 million. <clears throat> 11 years worth of his show is going to be, include the video and the audio. So the, that means the video podcast, We so the audio so essentially what's going to happen with this deal is uh, in later this year, new episodes and old episodes, the entire podcast is going to be only available on Spotify. It's not going to be anywhere else. If you want to listen to it anywhere else, you're out of luck. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, this is It's interesting because Rogan had was staying away from Spotify because they weren't paying artists, they weren't paying people, they weren't paying people enough. Uh, but this this deal, uh, <laughs> sure as heck, is going to pay enough. It is uh, one of the largest deals in podcast history, business business history. Uh, let's see what's going on here. So it's going to hit the service. Everything's going to hit the service on September first. And then, uh, and then become exclusive before the end of the year. Uh, yeah, and they'll no longer be available on YouTube. Oh, there's a little tiny baby spider in here. <sighs> okay, they'll longer be available on YouTube. The let's see. The deal with Mr. Rogan is a multi-year licensing agreement for an amount of time that couldn't be learned. It will likely be worth more than $100 million based on milestones and performance metrics according to the person familiar. Last year, this is not the first uh, major deal that, that uh, Spotify signed. Of course, they signed over, they bought essentially Gimlet Media and uh, Bill Simmons' The Ringer, but then they also have, they signed a, a two-year deal worth at least $10 million, uh, for with the true crime podcast, My Favorite Murder, um, which is... Uh, with uh, EW Scripps Company, which may or may not be a parent company of uh, the company I work at. It may or may not be. We don't know. It is. <laughs> and it's uh, that's with the Stitcher unit, which does the podcast, of course. I'm th- like, I'm t- a, a one degree away from Earwolf. It's insane. Okay. Uh, and then also... Rogan is, of course, going to have his advertisers still coming along because he has the biggest podcast right now. Uh, 23andMe, Dollar Shave Club, Zip Recruiter, uh, Manscaped, I assume, some type of uh, 
CBD oil place you might team up with. <laughs> it sounds like I'm, I'm crapping on it, but I'm not. Uh, I like Joe Rogan. He, uh, I like him as a person. I don't like, I like him as a, a, a comedian. <laughs> is that what he is? Um, he was on a uh, news radio. That's the only reason I know who he is. Uh, from <laughs> 25 years ago. <laughs> uh, this is, <coughs> excuse me. This is um, I I like the move for podcasts in general. But the thing is, uh, podcasts are unlike movies and unlike TV shows, uh, in that they these big deals are only good for these shows. Like if uh, for for the for the podcasting shows uh, that that take them that are able to get them. Like if um, if a TV show sells, it's going to be good for that that brand or that genre as a whole. There are uh, there are shows that that have Game of Thrones, for instance. Uh, what did that do to the fantasy genre? That that just uh, eclipsed it and made and made it you know made everybody want to do a fantasy thing or. I mean, I guess I was gonna say Downton Abbey, but I can't really, I can't picture another show that is uh, Downton Abbey esque and just as boring. But this is, but in in terms of podcasting, you know, it's deals like this or deals like uh, the My Favorite Murder one, the one I think um, before Two Dope Queens ended, uh, they set up a deal with Spotify to to uh, premiere exclusively on Spotify for a little bit, and then. Uh, within the coming months, it would appear on other uh, platforms. And then Luminary, of course, you know, you pay $8 a month and you can get uh, Trevor Noah's podcast, Hannibal Burris's podcast, Lena Dunham's podcast. You're locking, and of course, Spotify is not a paywall, but locking away a podcast is different than locking away a TV show because I can get Game of Thrones you know, and also I can get a lot of other great things, but, uh, great shows and great movies and specials and stuff. But if I, but if, if, uh, Spotify, I gotta, that's a, that's a whole app that I gotta use a whole different app that someone has to use in order to listen to this podcast. I don't listen to it cause I, <laughs> I don't listen to it. I just don't listen to it. <laughs> no reason. Uh, I, I don't listen to it, but you know, Spotify is trying to make itself the ultimate player in not just podcasting, but in the way and how you consume, uh, and I don't want to sound like a YouTuber, but in how you, and how you take in your audio stuff. Like I just, like I said earlier, orally, uh, this good deal for him, not good for the industry, the podcasting industry as a whole. Uh, it's like when, um, like, uh, especially since podcasting is so easy to do, like I'm just, I'm a guy with a phone and a, a Zoom video recorder and an iPad, headphones, and it's all connected. And uh, and and that's how and that's how the this is is working as a podcast. Literally anybody can do it. You can and you can just do it with your phone. You can just put your phone down and go. Uh, I'm going to press record, download Anchor for free, and it's going to do 30 minutes. And there's your podcast. Put it out. Put in, you know, little segments and ads and stuff, and then that's it. Uh, whereas TV and movies, uh, it's a higher bar of entry. Same thing, like, so it's, you know, just because Conan and Joe Rogan 
and my favorite murder just because they can have these advertisers and and make you know a lot of money per season or per episode or whatever uh, doesn't mean that everybody is going to be able to do that and there are a hundred thousand you know plus podcasts it doesn't I mean, it's just insane for for a deal like this to happen and for 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 everybody to expect that to be them because podcasts don't make money and that's just case in point you can hear people on earwolf talk about it joke about it a lot uh you can you know unless you're adam carolla seth uh, not seth rogan joe rogan (laughs) are seth rogan and joe rogan related they're both white they both smoke weed (laughs) uh so there we go there's uh there's there's uh, my two cents on the whole deal Good for Rogan, not good for the business as a whole. And also, stay out of podcasts, people. <laughs> Leave it to the pros. Oh, you know what sucks is, uh, I, I didn't want to really talk about this, but uh, ABC canceled a crap ton, not a crap ton. They usually cancel a lot of shows. Uh, but this year, you know, especially with the coronavirus coming around, you might not be able to get to green light a pilot. And if you do green light a pilot, then it's going to be, you know, you have to put a commitment on the pilot and then at, and then by that point you might as well pay for you know eight episodes a whole season uh 10 episodes 13 whatever uh and so uh so usually abc cancels a lot of shows around this time so this uh, obviously coronavirus pilot season uh, you might want to if you can't green light a pilot if you can't get to a pilot um you might want to just keep the shows you have and so a lot of shows were kept, you know, The Rookie, Stump Town, I believe. I could look this up. I have the internet at the at the tip of my fingers. At the tip of my fingers I have the internet. So this is this comes from TV line. <laughs> I just uh so uh shows that were canceled include a show called I'll get to the comedies in a second. But there's a show I just heard this thing clip. I don't know what's going on. Hold on. Uh just heard a clip. All right. All right, cool. Just making sure that this thing did not cut out on me. I did replace the batteries. It died when I was trying to record something for News Time a couple of days ago. Anyway, Emergence, which was led by Allison Tolman and uh, Donald Faison and uh, uh, what is his name? Clancy Brown, who voices uh, Mr. Krabs. And <laughs> that was my Mr. Krabs. <laughs> anyway, okay, so. Uh, w- so Emergence was canceled. It was an NBC show that got moved over to ABC uh, before it aired. Uh, it was a it was a good show. It was a show about a girl who appears on Alison Tolman. She's a cop, I believe, in this town who appears uh, and 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 she doesn't remember her life or anything. And then eventually, slowly, like within the first episode, you find she's not of this world. And it's a it was a really it's a really good show to be on a broadcast. Pretty dark too. For, but but a nice a nice watch thirteen episodes in that first season I was uh, admittedly behind um, and it should not have been canceled I I enjoyed that even though a lot of people probably weren't watching it but single parents blessed this mess and schooled the the spinoff to Goldberg's was canceled schooled uh, aired its season finale which is now its series finale on uh, May thirteenth and it ran for thirty four episodes it's a spinoff that was set in the nineties. And, you know, Schooled had had a uh, had a heck of an existence. Um, it, it, it aired as a backdoor pilot on the Goldbergs about uh, three years ago. 
and it had and in that backdoor pilot was uh, it was under the guise of the Goldbergs, you know, of course, in the middle of the season, um, and it it had Mia Long as Tim, Tim Meadows was was the lead character in both uh, say was a lead character in both versions of the show, but uh, in the backdoor pilot, Tim Meadows. His, he was going to become the principal in the '90s of the uh, of the of the school where the Goldbergs went, and uh, it was supposed to follow. The show was supposed to follow Mia Long, Tim Meadows, Brian Callen, who was the the gym coach, as and then uh, Mia Long's uh, daughter in the show and uh, the son, her son. All right, so keep that in mind. Jump to a year later. The show has been retooled, renamed, schooled. Instead of the Goldbergs, ninety uh, something, I believe that was the name, and Lainey from the Goldbergs, which is AJ Machalka, she is now the lead actress in the show. Uh, even though Brian Callen and Tim Meadows are now not in the show, or I mean, are now uh, the lead actors as well, but they're not, you know, the main part. Um, and then Mia Long's character, written out, the uh, Mia Long's daughter character, written out, Mia Long's son character written out except the daughter character appeared in like maybe two three episodes max max and uh she is no longer a part of the show i don't believe and um and and so it became about laney and about it came about her in the middle of goldbergs she left and uh, to go be famous uh to make it in hollywood then she came back in the 90s and and now she's teaching at the school anyway i didn't i stopped watching the show because i started hinting at she was with barry this doesn't mean anything. Okay. Anyway, I, I didn't like the, the love dynamic they were doing. Uh, Bless This Mess was starring Dax Shepard and Lake Bell, as well as uh, David Koechner, Lennon Parham, um, and just a, a, oh, uh, uh, Pam Greer. Just a slew of funny side people who are now leading a show. It's it was it's sad. It's sad that the show's gone, uh, but they got two great seasons. That show's very funny. Single Parents. Uh, which was produced by Elizabeth Merriweather, I believe, uh, created by Elizabeth Merriweather, and starring Taryn Killam and Brad Garrett and, uh, oh, God, I can't remember everybody's name. Anyway, very funny show as well. Both got full seasons. Uh, it just sucks. It sucks that those shows were canceled and uh, a show like American Housewife is still on. I'm joking. American Housewife is a fine comedy. Speaking of things uh, that are just being... <laughs> Speaking of television shows, this comes from Engadget. Apple is reportedly buying older TV shows to take on Netflix and Amazon. So the biggest thing in streaming, besides the idea that you can watch these new shows that are meant for streaming networks, uh, is the is is rewatching shows. Cheers is available to watch via streaming on you know, Hulu, Netflix, and CBS All Access, even though I believe it'll be on Viacom All Access, <laughs> Viacom All Access uh, at some point, uh, just alone. You know, Frasier 2 as well. Um, and, and so acquiring shows, uh, Friends, Friends did massive, massively well for 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 Netflix, and, and Seinfeld did really well for Hulu. So it only stands to reason that other streaming networks would want to get acquired to a, want to air acquired shows. So Apple TV Plus is apparently trying to do just that 
by uh, buying shows. This comes from Engadget, uh, yeah, but written by uh, Rachel England, but it was reported by Bloomberg. Apple TV execs, <laughs> Apple TV execs have been taking pitches from Hollywood studios about licensing older content for the streaming service, and have already bought some shows and movies. No word yet on what they are, however, or when they'll arrive. According to people familiar with the matter, Apple intends to remain focused on original shows, but plans to round its offering, round out its offerings, with this additional content to help attract new customers since its initial approach has apparently not resulted in the numbers it originally hoped for. Uh, about 10 million people apparently are using Apple TV+, Plus, but only about half that figure actively use the service, writes Bloomberg. This goes back to what I was saying last week, where not every streaming service needs to exist. Apple TV, Apple should have just become a producer and uh, started a production house you know they could have they could have called the production house apple tv plus and then they uh you, you know you just you team up with uh what vice like like i mean vice isn't really who i should go for but what vice has done they have their own network which is ill-advised but then they teamed up with hbo and now it's they've teamed up with showtime to air you know vice they also have productions at different at another network at a um Oh God, I was gonna say Hulu, but that's wrong. Yeah, Hulu. They have a they have a production. They have a show on Hulu that comes out once a month. On top of the news magazine show they have that comes out on Showtime once a week. On top of their daily news show that comes out four times a week. And <laughs> like you can you can have uh, Viacom, CBS. Uh, you know they want to create. They want to make CBS All Access the base of operations for streaming. For their streaming uh, plans, but then they also want to be able to say, you know what, Netflix is doing well on Cheers and on Hulu. Let's let's let them still have Cheers, and then we'll have Cheers as well, just in case somebody wants to watch Cheers on Viacom All Access. Uh, so, it, I mean, it just uh, it doesn't make sense if half people are using Apple TV Plus. It's not the shows. Because the morning show is the is the is the most glitzy thing that they have. The uh, the movies like The Banker. They have shows with Oprah. It. I mean, you have the Steven Spielberg Amazing Stories. Uh, let's take away the critical analysis of these shows. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad. In quotes, both those. Uh, it just matters if there's an easy way to access it. And if people only have an iPhone, if they only have an iPad. Uh, then they're not. If they only have a, a, a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air, they're not going to spend their time watching things on a small screen. I think it's proven. It's proven that people don't watch things on small screens. And I, I, I'm getting on my high horse, but it just it just it only, it only makes sense for them to be a producer. If you have cash reserves of a billion dollars, you know, uh, and then and then you say we're going to allocate. Uh, 20 million of that to television production, and I think this was like two years ago. 20 million is either 20 or 50. It was something that was paltry to their like four billion that they had in the uh, in the bank. Uh, then it doesn't it doesn't make sense to start your own thing, and then the app is only available where where only you know uh, 10 million people can reach it. Because I only have Apple TV. Because it came with this freaking iPad. What what happens? 
I've said this before. What happens in December when everybody's year runs up? Or in November, because it came out in November. So what happens in November when everybody's years runs up and they don't want to pay $5 to watch season two of The Morning Show? Because <laughs> no one does. Just because you have the capital doesn't mean you should act on it. Just team up with somebody. I, I know the game is we want the most money, but you can, t- working with somebody also helps you. Dragon Ball Z Super. Dragon Ball Super, excuse me. Frieza team joined Frieza joined uh, everybody else Goku and Vegeta and Gohan and Piccolo and Krillin and um, Master Roshi and uh, Tien to I feel like I, oh 17 and uh, 18 he, he, he Frieza they I'll say they because I don't know what Frieza is they joined uh, the Z fighters in order to in order to help save the universe and even though he did some evil stuff they did some evil stuff it does it's you know, it, i don't know where i'm going with this through line but there you go you have it he still saved the universe all right <laughs> let's move on i'm i'm pissed speaking of viacom cbs this is a great piece from the new york times late last week late last week this this was uh released yeah may 17th Nope, that was this week. Whatever, I read it this week, and I thought it was late last week. Written by John Coblin, very interesting piece. Uh, As cable TV fades, fearing the end of Comedy Central. So we know that Viacom CBS has had some uh, uh, growing pains, much like Disney Plus when it, or excuse me, Disney and Fox when that acquisition happened. When Viacom and CBS came back together for, I think that's the second time, second, it might be second, not third, second time, um, there were, there were some, uh, consolidation of jobs, uh, networks and consolidation of networks as well. Um, you know, Viacom before they teamed up with CBS again, they, they treated each network as its own and they had like different presence in networks, but now all the networks are together, uh, MTV, VH1, Comedy Central, CMT, and BET, they all have one president, and, and that's how they're doing it. Uh, but they're... Comedy Central is not what it used to be a couple years ago. Like, when Broad City was on, and Inside Amy Schumer, and Key and Peele, when those, and Nathan For You, when those shows were going, they were kind of in this renaissance of basic cable comedy television uh, that, that showcased these people who were never stars... Alana and Abby were never stars before Broad City. Uh, Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key were never stars before Keegan Peele. Uh, Amy Schumer never would have had Trainwreck without Stand Up and Inside Amy Schumer. Uh, But now, Comedy Central is on a tear of not having shows that really showcase talent. Or they'll they'll cancel shows immediately. Uh, But but last year, you know, they, they started... They started bringing like they had. They started bringing in great shows of you know years before. Uh, the other two, Southside Aqu- Aquafina show, um, which is uh, Nora from Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Like those were sensational shows, like just amazing shows. Um, and in the last six months, comes from Coblin at the New York Times. Many of Comedy Central's senior executives have been pushed out. In the last week of April, most of the network's talent and development team was let go, too. Peter Principato, the chief executive of Artists First, 
a management company with clients like Aquafina and Jordan Peele, said the cuts struck him as misguided. That makes it feel like the end of Comedy Central. And, you know, that in any other, at any other point, like if somebody said this about a different network, I think that would be a little bit misguided and a little bit sensationalist. But coming in terms of a merger, after in terms of a merger, this fits the bill. Uh, Bob Backish, uh, Robert Backish, excuse me, Bob Backish, as he was known, he's the former boss of Viacom. He became the chief executive of the new Viacom CBS when the merger closed in December. He installed Chris McCarthy, the president of MTV, as the head of group of channels. And so those are the channels I told you about, Comedy Central, MTV, VH1, TV Land, CMT, not BET, excuse me, uh, TV Land instead of that. Uh, with Mr. McCarthy's arrival, the longtime Comedy Central president, Kent Alterman, was just ousted. Kent Alterman was the reason why, uh, you know, John Stewart's Daily Show and Trevor Noah's Daily Show and John Oliver and... Uh, and Amy Schumer and Alana and Abby and Dave Chappelle, like a lot of like a reason why those people were allowed to exist and explore on the network. Um, Alterman was a rare cable executive who could make comedians laugh. He also endeared himself to the talent by championing the network's most influential series of recent years, you know, Broad City, other unconventional shows. Uh, and then they say some good stuff about Kent. But in the recent months, the network has started to shift its focus away from scripted programs like a Inside Amy Schumer and Broad City toward unscripted fare that was cheaper to produce, according to three people with knowledge on the strategy. Last month, v uh, Viacom CBS gutted Comedy Central's talent and development team, the division responsible for building programs around comics who showed the potential to become household names. Roughly 20 people of a team of 30 departed. Sarah Babineau, a champion of risky shows who had assumed many of Alterman's duties, will also leave the network. Uh, if we, <laughs> that's like that's that's like uh, building, you know, the perfect. Imagine the last dance just ended. Imagine uh, building, you know, the '96 Bulls and and you know having uh, uh, Scotty and MJ and uh, Kerr. And uh, Rodman, you know, imagine like just having that entire team and then taking it away from Phil Jackson, which eventually they would <laughs> eventually what would happen, uh, take it away from Phil Jackson and then giving coaching duties to uh, uh, somebody who was a hockey coach. Like imagine <laughs> it's the same thing, guys. You just uh, you go up and down the ice uh, field uh, court. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I, I cracked myself up. Uh, but you're, they're giving it there. And now, I mean, you know, reality shows easy to produce. Yeah. But it, you can only do so much with them. These scripted shows have proven well, proven to do well for the network, but it's just, it's just bad. Uh, let's see. Mr. McCarthy appears to be following a strategy that's strategy that served him at well at MTV. When he took over for the network in uh, 2016, he mined it's past to create its future with reboots of Jersey Shore, The Hills, and Total Request Live, uh, the latter of which was canceled, I believe. Uh, at a glance at MTV's current schedule, it reveals marathons of ridiculousness, Jersey Shore, and Catfish the TV show. And it worked. During McCarthy's tenure, MTV's ratings went up. But that's just based on the nostalgia factor of A, the nostalgia factor of the, uh, not, not the past, you know, 20 years not the past 30 years not like beavis and butthead nostalgia factor uh or boobarella is that was that her name boobarella no not boobarella um oh god what was that show it was pam anderson's character anyway 
uh, not based on that or Daria. It was it's based on you know uh, people my age going. Ah, oh, you remember the Hills from two thousand and nine? It's back. Despite the repeat heavy schedule and the cuts to the development team, Mr. McCarthy said Comedy Central would embrace new content, particularly movies, animated projects, and unscripted shows. Uh, then some malarkey about how they remain, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. The changes at the network have become a bleak time for comedy in general. Sam Comics, talent managers, and club owners are worried that the touring business, touring business, wiped out by the coronavirus pandemic may never be the same. Making the situation more grim is what they see as a diminution, uh, dimin, diminu, excuse me, diminution of diminution is that the word okay of a network that was once at the center of the comedy universe uh it's yeah because uh and then you know let's take streaming back into the picture uh netflix is putting out a special what seems like every two weeks now hbo barely is barely putting out specials at this point um and you know special and then also comedians are either i saw mark norman um put out his special on youtube uh and like his full special let's see who else People are going to Jim Gaffigan's uh, latest special, I believe, is on Amazon. Uh, and then people are also going to Amazon for the specials. So, you know, it's just, um, I mean, it's, and and then they also had trouble. This is a section in this. They also had trouble filling a void with uh, uh, Stephen Colbert after he left Comedy Central five years ago for CBS. He's uh, done stellar work for himself, but then they tried to fill that 1130 slot after the daily show with Larry Wilmore, uh, Jordan Klepper and David Spade. None of those shows worked. And then they pushed Trevor Noah's show to 45 minutes to see if that can be, uh, the thing to, to save that time slot. Um, the other two is a show starring Drew Tarver and, uh, I forgot the woman's name. Uh, but it's a very funny show, and yet it's been off the air for about uh, a year and some change now, I believe. Uh, but it has low ratings, and and Comedy Central is not going to put the money behind that. And then they also have they made a deal with um, HBO Max that's reported at five hundred million dollars to put South Park on HBO Max, uh, and then that's where that's where that's where what gets back to the top of the the conversation about the of surrounding this is that. They could make up the money just by selling the rights to shows, you know, to, to shows for other streaming networks. Uh, on Hulu alone, you have Inside Amy Schumer, um, Can Peel, Nathan For You, and Broad City. Uh, those shows you can only find on Hulu. Uh, but but what happens when the deal needs to be re-upped? Uh, and surely they don't want to... I mean, CBS All Access is doing fine and dandy. People, it's it's a it's a it's a decent streaming platform and it offers decent shows. But no one's no one's going to go to CBS All Access to watch Broad City. They all they want to find it either on Netflix or they want to find it on Hulu. I like I don't think that it would do well outside of those two. Um, let's see. Okay. Megan Hooper White, formerly an executive at Annie Networks, has uh, been put in charge of a team to make original films for the cable networks controlled by Mr. McCarthy. So we'll see an NT and more MTV movies. <laughs> I haven't seen it. When's the last time MTV produced a movie? I would like to know that. 
Viacom CBS will also bring aboard executives with a comedy background to work across those networks and lure established comedy stars to Comedy Central, according to a person briefed on the company's plans. So we've got movies coming, we've got unscripted topical shows, and then we've got animated programs. Um, if the animated programs are anything like Legends of Chamberlain Heights, don't do them. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that stuff. I, you know, I I wouldn't. I I know that I think that it's you know during the the pandemic is going to show uh, what not only what is necessary in your life and what's necessary around the world, but in terms of television and the entertainment industry. The coronavirus, the pandemic is going to show what shows and what movies, what media is necessary. And obviously, podcasts, necessary, movies, necessary, video games, TV shows. Uh, but within those, within those, um, you know, if if everybody starts a podcast during this pandemic, uh, then we have to we have to end it starts a YouTube channel. If they start uh, making music and putting it on SoundCloud, you have to sift through the crap more than you would have to do for if there wasn't a pandemic everybody can make a youtube video it just if people you know stick with it stick with the schedule stuff like that um and who can and who you know who does it right uh and who, do, who does it well or who does it enough to get noticed um like um some good news john krasinski just sold the rights to the free youtube show that he was making during a pandemic when people wanted, you know, good news uh, to not hear about the other crap. Uh, and he sold it to Viacom, CBS, for an untold amount of money, but I guarantee it was in the millions. And it's going to... So Viacom, CBS, it's going to air on its on Viacom's platforms, and it's not going to be on YouTube. This show, and, and John Krasinski, is not going to host anymore. They're going to find somebody else to host. But... I, I understand why he did it. It might have been uh, too much work for him to do at a time when, you know, he should be with his family and uh, not working or worrying about the Jack Reacher show. Uh, but, or Jack Ryan show? What is this show called? Jack Reacher or Jack Ryan? Uh, or John Ryan? I've seen three episodes. Four. No, six. I've seen six. I'm not done with the first season yet, though. Um, it's It's well enough. Wendell Pierce is in it. <laughs> It's good enough. Uh, but I understand that, you know, that stuff might take precedent over this thing that he probably only set up uh, a, uh, a camera for in his house, and now it's a whole big production. Um, but you lose out on what makes the show special for by selling it. Like if I, Like, if I made a deal like that, then that would be... You know, if A, I'm nobody, but B, that would be, you know, a boon because it's something I've been working towards. But if he does that, then, you know, and and in the, and he did it in a in the vein of wanting to be a good person, uh, then, I mean, what's the point of even of having done it in the first place? So what I'm saying is, John Krasinski, you done effed up. <laughs> Title. Uh, listen, I got to get back to work, so. If you like what you heard here, head on over to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where there are so many great things. I have an interview that I that is truly sitting on my laptop, and I need to put it out. Um, so that'll be out next week, hopefully. I just didn't have time this week. I got caught up in work and uh, life. Uh, you can, uh, if you want to see a video version of this show, 
head over to youtube.com slash C plus comedy to see me sitting in my car and sweating. It's hot. It's 88 degrees tomorrow. It said it was going to rain today. It did not. Jeez. Um, sorry. It looks like bird poop or something. Or a bug. It looks like a dead bug on my windshield. You can... <laughs> You can uh, for also on youtube.com slash people's comedy is our premiere show news time, which is a news show that's like the daily show, except way less funny. Is this empty? Does this look empty to you? It doesn't smell empty, it's definitely empty. I don't know where the I bought another one and I don't know where it is. Uh, it's a uh, news time. I take one story and explore it and see if it's good. <laughs> the end. This week's episode was about Scooby-Doo, and then it morphed into what movie theaters are doing during and after the pandemic, so definitely check it out. Uh, I made a last dance uh, cold, op- cold open about Scooby-Doo, and I thought it was very funny, um, so definitely check it out. And then you can follow us on Twitter, at Simples Comedy, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram, at Simples Comedy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Uh, rate, review, subscribe <laughs> to this show wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, the others. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. You're the best. I love you. (laughs) 